Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens. I hope you guys had an amazing weekend. Whew, I sure did. Like I always do, spent some time at the beach. But on Friday and Saturday, I put in some time. Giving back to our amazing athletes here in Hawaii. Friday, I spent some time at the Alohi Gilman uh, Empower uh, Camp, where he's elevating these young athletes. And on Saturday, I was at the Polynesian Hall of Fame uh, camp, Polynesian Hall of Fame Bowl for these high school athletes. So uh, that was amazing. We can talk more about that in the show. So like we always do, let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. I'm starting off with that. These football camps, both Alohi Gilman's camp, the Polynesian Football Hall of Fame camp for these kids, which the Polynesian camp was a invite-only camp, right? Some of the school's top football players got invited to this camp, and there was a lot of great athletes, a lot of big plays being made out there. What I was excited about, I'm always excited to go out and give back, share the knowledge, pay it forward. But coming out of this pandemic, these are the types of things that, you know, we were waiting to be able to do again. So getting involved, being out there, it gave me a sense of that normalcy, how we used to do things. Uh, you know, kids having, having a great time, laughing, uh, coaches enjoying themselves, just back out there doing what we love. And so I got to shout out Alohi Gilman uh, for putting on his camp. You know, his story is amazing. And I'm going to catch up with Alohi uh, here before he heads out of town and goes on to training camp with the LA Chargers. But uh, it's just amazing to see someone come from that level, up the ranks, work hard, persevere, believe in themselves. And now he's at where he's at. And that's his message back to these, these, the youth, is to believe in yourself, self-empowerment, to the parents is about empowering your young athletes, uh, helping them you know, achieve greatness. And so, Alohi, again, thanks so much for having me be a part of your, your camp, your annual camp. And on the other side, Saturday's camp, the Polynesian Bowl, man, our culture, Polynesians per capita, I think, have the most players in the NFL. That's big. And that's why there's such a big push. Shout out to Coach Rich Miano, um, and the entire Polynesian Bowl uh, committee for, first of all, creating this, creating this movement. That's what it is. It's a movement. And year after year, because of this, because of the, the Tua Tonga Vailoas, the Marcus Mariotas, the, the now the Alohi Gilmans, go on and make it, you just keep providing more and more inspiration for the kids here that, that they too believe that they can make it. And that's what this is about. So mahalo, guys. It was an awesome weekend, awesome camps. And I uh, look forward to seeing all you future stars getting ready for your training camps right here in the state coming up very soon. Good luck. Aaron Davenport and Cade Halemanu are waiting for their names to be called in this year's MLB draft. Stephen Sai has a story in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser talking about our two former University of Hawaii baseball pitchers, ace pitchers, um, they're expected to get drafted. So we will see when their names get called. And when it does, we're going to talk to Steven uh, for Wednesday's show. So make sure you guys uh, check out 
the draft. Support your boys and stay tuned for an interview with Steven Sai on Wednesday. Good luck, guys. Last week, Dave Reardon gave his top 10 Hawaii male Olympians. This week, he has his top, I think he went for a dozen female uh, Hawaii-born Olympians. So make sure you guys check out Dave Reardon's column on that. And um, it is amazing. Listen, I got to shout out to of my classmates that are on that list. Number one, Clarissa Chun, Roosevelt, right? She's a um, Olympic wrestler. And then Natasha Kai, my classmate at the University of Hawaii. She was on the Olympic soccer team. So shout out to you two. And uh, congratulations to the rest that made it onto that list. Again, that's Dave Reardon's column in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser. Whoo, Giannis, the Greek freak, coming through for the Milwaukee Bucks. They inch a little bit closer. The series is now 2-1. to one. Phoenix, Giannis joined big company for the NBA Finals. He joined Shaq, being the only other player to score 40-plus points in two games in the Finals. That's huge. Look, when you're the best player on your team, you got to come through. And maybe it's a sign that, that that knee is feeling a whole lot better. So, hey, I went on to say that it was going to be a sweep. My bad. <laughs> Look, the Milwaukee Bucks are back. I think they got some momentum. Game four going to be something nice. So we'll see, right? It will only play out. Right? Will the Suns rebound, right, and get back to the edge? I think if the Suns go up 3-1, I'm going to give it to them. But if the Bucks tie this series up, I might start to sway my energy towards that team, Sports is all about momentum, confidence. And we'll see. Are the Bucks going to buck back and even this series up? Or are the Suns going to bring back that fire and take over? We'll see. Stay tuned. Ooh, UFC 264. Some highs and some lows. I'm going to talk about the high. Brad Tavares, congratulations, brother. Back in the winning column, that dude is a hard, hard worker. He's down to fight, and like I alluded to on Friday, became just the third Hawaii-born fighter to fight, to have 20 UFC fights under his belt. So congratulations on that, man. That was a big one. Split decision win. Um, and, and again, I'm going to talk about confidence. Getting a win just elevates you, elevates your morale, elevates your team. And now they're going back to training with more motivation, wanting more, getting that next W, starting a streak. And that's what the fight game's about. All right? It's about momentum. It's about stringing together wins. Because what does that do for you? Well, it gets you another fight. Climb the chart. More money. At the end of the day, these guys are trying to feed their families right, in that cage. And so I just want to say congratulations to Brad Tavares. Um, good luck in the next one, man, because I know you got that, that, that feeling now and you got that itch to get back in there and keep winning. So congrats. Unfortunately, I got to talk about this low, and it's a really low, low, low. Talk about injuries all the time. Conor McGregor broke his ankle. I'm pretty sure you guys have seen it. But after seeing a few other videos that came out, it seemed as if the ankle was already broken. When he stepped back, right, to plant 
and to throw a punch at the end of that fight. He, he stepped back, and you can see you, in slow-mo, they show the ankle buckle and bend as if that bone was already broken. And so when he threw the punch and then stepped back to gather balance, that thing just rolled and went. So Poirier alluded to that when he checked one of McGregor's kicks, that he felt something. Maybe he felt a bone, maybe he heard something. Uh, it was a fracture, and maybe that pressure of the step back and all that weight put it over the edge. So, um, that's yeah, that sucks. Injuries, it's just it's horrible to, to, to talk about. It's part of the game. But on the other side of this, I'm, you know, I'm a big Conor McGregor fan. The dude's a heck of a promoter. He, he hypes up fights. He's got great energy. But at what point is the trash talking over the edge, right? Talking about Poirier's wife, uh, you know, I'm going to kill you. All the things that Poirier said that Connor had, you know, told him. It starts to get a little personal, right? Again, there's a, there's a certain professionalism that you have to maintain in sports. You can't make it personal. And I know that that helps maybe sell fights. Um, but at some point, you've got to start to think, is, is it karma, right? Is, is, it, is it things that are, that are catching up to Connor now? The things that used to work for him, right? Getting in guys' head. It's a head game. It's, it's a, the mental battle. Mike Tyson had that to him when he stepped into the, that ring and he looked at you, he already knew that he had you beat. So Connor's game was that mental game. Right? Talking it to get that guy out of, his, out of his game. Get the other fighter out of his game. But maybe it's time to maybe shift gears. Who knows? But, uh, you know, I wish Conor McGregor nothing but the best speedy recovery. And, you know, no, one, no athlete wants to go out with an injury like that. So I wish him a speedy recovery. And he'll be back. He said that on his, in, his, uh, on his Instagram page that he'll be back. And I could potentially see him and Poirier fighting one more time. We'll see. Woo, and that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. I had a blast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I cannot wait for Wednesday's show. I can't wait to, to talk to Steven. I miss you today, buddy. I know we catch up every Monday, so I'm looking forward to our conversation on Wednesday. Guys, Monday, hope you guys are off to a great start. I'll see you guys on Hump Day Wednesday.